Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're great. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day. Every single day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. And of course... We are uh, live at the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will be get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hatch protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. Oh, that was fun. That was a fun night of sports. And uh, I thought, you know, worked out great in the, you, you don't have them at the same location, unlike the Final Four. One, you, you can't if you have grass surfaces because the field gets torn up. But two, um, you know, you make more money, obviously, this way. And because the West Coast one ended earlier, but it was in overtime, there wasn't the long delay in between. You're like, man, I can't wait. That next game was up and going, and it came really down to the wire as well. It was an epic matchup of great uniforms in the Alabama-Michigan game. And uh, I thought Texas showed a lot more fight. They could have laid down. I thought Washington kind of held on for dear life. I didn't love their clock management at the end of the game, even though I love Michael Penix Jr. and that coaching staff does an amazing job. And Dan and I were one and one. I picked Michigan and Texas yesterday in the Dan Patrick show. He picked Alabama 
and Washington yesterday. So we we split yesterday. There's no blood at all. I, I think so many of these things are like comical to me. Comical. I'll give you one thing that's comical to me. Like, oh, Nick Saban slayed by John Har- uh, by Jim Harbaugh. Like, look, I thought I thought Michigan was the better team all along. They have the better quarterback in terms of throwing a football. But the game did go overtime, correct? So they played an entire game, and let's be honest, Michigan had to forge an incredible comeback just to tie the game. Now, can you say that Michigan played tight? Diamonds in the cold tight like Cameron uh, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Is that too dated a reference? I said to somebody Ferris Bueller's Day Off yesterday, like, mm, I've seen it once. Like, really? John Hughes movies should be must-watches. You need to watch all of them, from Beethoven to 16 Candles to Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and Uncle, Uncle Buck and, of course, Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Anyway, weird science as well, underrated. Point is this, Michigan was tight. It's the only explanation for how could you possibly be that bad on special teams play when their special teams have been good all year. And as much as Alabama had limitations throwing a football and Bill O'Brien seemed like he's right, this whole like they were way better, I don't know. They played an entire game and the score at the end of that entire game was 20-20. And then they had to play overtime. And it allows me to go into this rant, which I have in my back pocket. I think I'll pull out. College overtime sucks. I'm not saying it's not exciting. Totally exciting. But, and in some ways, equitable, because both teams get the ball from the 25-yard line. But it's a 100-yard field, right? It's 120, what is it, 120 by 50? That's the official length of it, 120 by 50? And yet, for overtime, 75 yards don't matter. Don't matter. Kick returns, punt returns, punt returns, which were a disaster for Michigan yesterday, don't matter. And and my point is not that it's not fun and exciting. It is. But it's not necessarily an indicator. And when you want to decide a champion, shouldn't both teams get the football with a chance to go length of the field or just play another quarter of football? Right. And then you have to go for two. So that's like, hey, once you go to overtime, guys, you have to take three point shots and only three point shots. That doesn't make sense to me. Regardless of which, two really close football games. And what we thought was true becomes true. It doesn't matter if it's more perception than reality, but we thought the SEC is a little down this year. And why is it a little down? I, I don't think it's overall talent. I think it's down for the same reason that Alabama didn't win that game. Because of the quarterback. The evening of the playing field in college football, which it won't really be even. But the reason that Oregon State suddenly was able to compete in the Pac-12. Now, I thought Oregon State's offensive line was good. I thought Jonathan Smith, who's now since left and gone to Michigan State, I think he's a good coach. But let's be honest. They had DJ Ungalele, who transferred in from Clemson. 
Why was Oregon so good? Like, Oregon's been good for a while, but you put a, is he fifth or sixth year senior who started as a freshman at Auburn at quarterback? And look at Washington. Caleb DeBoer's good, very good coach. They have excellent wide receivers. They have a good defense, they have good offense line, but they also have a 24-year-old star as a quarterback. Whereas the SEC, you know, you're, re- you're replacing a 25-year-old in Stetson Bennett at Georgia with a guy who's not bad. And they got beat. Alabama, Jaden Milrow, Milrow, he's just a guy, good athlete, good human, solid, a very, very, very good competitor, below average thrower. Right? Who is better at the quarterback position? J.J. McCarthy's a better quarterback. Alabama's a little bit down. So what do we have here in terms of the competitive balance of college football? There, there are going to be fewer teams that can truly compete. There have always been few teams. But at the top, I think that is actually a deeper pool. I actually think I was, I was always an 18 playoff guy. Because back when you had five leagues, you take the five conference champions, you take the three best other teams, and you play them together and you play eight teams. It's not that hard. But I, I don't mind the 12. It's fine because the top seeds get a bye. It's whatever. But it really plays well into this era in college football where there's an overall dominance in the top. The top is way better than the middle. Way better than the middle. But there's more teams at the top than there have been because if you want to spend the money, you can go buy an experienced veteran quarterback who elevates your team above their normal level. And you're like, that's not true. Feel free. Go ahead. Pick it apart. That's the difference. That's the difference between Oregon now and Oregon in previous years. The line's been good. They, they went and they got a, a guy who's a tremendous quarterback and he stayed there. But I had I, I enjoyed last night thoroughly. Uh, there's new calls now to have, what is it, to have the Rose Bowl be the site of all the national championship games. That's one of those great emotional pitches that is probably right in theory, in practice, it will never happen. Because you know where they're going to have it, right? Most They're going to have it Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Once they have it in Vegas, be like, why did we, why are we so in love with the sunset on the San Gabriel Mountains? And then, you know, you got to throw a bone to New Orleans because that place is cool. Atlanta, because they love football and it's a cool stadium, I guess. I could do without Atlanta. It's not that I don't like Atlanta, but I don't understand the infatuation with big offense in Atlanta. That one doesn't, other than they really do care there. And it's a great stadium, great football, but who cares? We're having the national championship game in Houston. Why? Because Texas is big in football? Like, eh. Again, in theory, great. In practice, no chance. Yes, uh, Dan Byer. You know, it's going to be interesting with the 12-team playoff, and we kind of had this in, in seeing in some of the conference championship games, but not all, is the amount of travel it's going to uh, take for fans. Fans. Incredible. Impossible. Yes. Think, think about it. You, you know, Okay, I'll tell you what will be hurt the most. Conference championship games, why would you go? Yep. Unless you can drive. Agreed. Okay? And then the, the teams that play in the first round, like you got to balance out. This is like the NCAA tournament. And the other thing that's hurt, I agree. Because remember, their teams are going to have to play three rounds. And like, okay, well, I'm not made of money. I want to go to the <laughs> first know. game, 
but what if my team I, wins the next game, then I can't go? I thought the same thing just of last night, because it was different with Texas, but Washington fans. Think of how much New Year's in New Orleans probably costs. I, I, had, I have great friends, the Nutters, who live in Florida. Uh, they, uh, uh, and Angie Nutter is a UW alum. And she went, she had a great time. And I was like, you go to the championship game. She's like, I am not made of money. Yeah. Can't do it. Like, we had great New Orleans. We won. Awesome. I'll watch the championship game on TV. And I'd love, she'd love to go. It's, now, you, you could technically drive from New Orleans to Houston, but yeah, people have jobs. Yeah. Although this is a week in which a lot of people aren't working, maybe. You know, but you have jobs and you have lives. Though. And yeah. it's expensive. Like, am I going to stay in a hotel for a week? And truly, it's just one week. And then you just had a vacation. So, yeah, you're going to just be there for a Monday night game and fly out? Is that... Yeah, it just isn't. It's not. It's not a great situation for fans to try to figure out where to go and what to do. I do wish it was at the Rose Bowl every year. I think the Rose Bowl is iconic. It's beautiful. It's magical. It's uh, over a hundred years old. And what we've done with the conference realignment is essentially uh, render the Rose Bowl just like any other football stadium, which sucks. I just again, we all know how this works. It can't generate the revenue that they want, and th- this thing is just about m- money. And if we can make it look like we care about the sport, cool. It's just about money. And the Vegas thing, I mean, like, let's also be honest, like, SoFi is amazing. It's, you know, 30 minutes from the Rose Bowl, it's amazing. And if you sit there and go like, hey, we go to the Rose Bowl and it looks really, really cool. It smells, it tastes, it feels like a college football championship. Or we can make twice the money and do it at SoFi down the street where it's an amazing stadium, it's artificial turf, it's a little bit sterile, but it's, wait, wait, we can make twice the money? What do we think? You know? Yeah. Well, when they headed to the Bay Area, when Clemson beat Alabama, it was a complete failure. Oh, you can't do Bay Area. No, no, you can't. L.A. is the only place you can do, L.A. and Vegas are the only, I don't even like Phoenix for it. I, I even thought last year, you know, I went to the in the game did not help things. When it's sixty five to seven, it does does not help things. It's so funny. It rained out, yeah, it rained here. It was it was weird. But you just think of like the ticket prices that I've seen. If Alabama and Texas would have played, it was the hottest ticket in Houston. Like that's the perfect spot maybe to have that game because you do kind of have a home field advantage. Then you have another fan base that's ready to carry it. But now I've seen ticket prices dropping significantly because of these two fan bases. Um, To have it in the one spot, I think, would alleviate that. Sure, in some places you get a dream matchup, but in other spots you get clunkers. If you did have it at the Rose Bowl, at least it would always be the destination. I agree, agree, and it's also why the... it's it's, Okay, so the upside to the the, uh, doing it two different sites is that... and, And you just can't do it as quickly together as college basketball does, but the one site allows you to stay there, right? And you have all four fan bases. You just, but there's, I mean, the, the money that they're making is so obscene. So obscene. Now, LA is the one place that you could do one site, do one at the Rose Bowl and one at SoFi, and then the championship, I guess, at the Rose Bowl again. Or you could do Vegas. They just won't do that. They're going to move it around the country. And I'm sure at some point they'll play one in Detroit just because we just do that. Let's give it to Detroit. Why? Like, I don't know. We feel bad because it used to be a cool city. I know that's a joke. However, because of the cold weather situations, that's part of the scenarios for, say, 
a Michigan or an Ohio State where they would get to play a quarterfinal game either at Ford Field, at Lucas Oil, because they wouldn't have them at the big house or have them at, at the horseshoe, you may put them in one of those facilities. They wouldn't have them in cold weather? No, they're, they, they've talked about possibly... Why? That's football. I know. I, I get it. I understand like, it. Like, I'm doing a game uh, Saturday, Ohio State versus Indiana. And I'm like, I'm supposed to travel back Sunday, but like, what if I went to Green Bay? I've never been to a football game. They played the Bears last game of the year. Going to be freezing cold, right? Like, that just, I've never, that's that's a football game. Mm-hmm. And I've been to lots of sporting events, lots of them. Super Bowls, World Series, All-Star Games, baseball, basketball, football. And as if you listen to the show, you know, like, we actually go to the games. Some shows, they just watch things on TV. We go to the games. I haven't done that. And my point is, like, that's just a completely different feel. Completely get, different. Yeah, they, I think they want it. That has been talked about. I was saying, I don't know if you can. I, I know that that has been the case. I that they have looked at, and it's just for those spots in the Midwest where weather could be. But Detroit, even you know, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota could have been an option. Well, the problem that with that for is though, like, if, if you do like, like Texas, Austin's probably far enough south. Yeah. But other schools in the South, you can get ice this time of year. Sure. And it's nasty. Because we remember from the Super Bowl, right, when it was in Dallas. Yeah. You get ice, and it doesn't. Ice is way worse than any snow ever. Ever, ever. But I did enjoy last night. A um, couple things. And this is a big thing. Please stop with the, well, you know, you mean the Florida State couldn't have done that with their quarterback? No. They couldn't. Milrow is not a good thrower. Okay? He throws a nice deep ball. He obviously fourth and 31 against Auburn, but he's not. Part of it is he's playing against an elite defense. And I'm not using the bowl game. I understand that nobody played in the bowl game. But Florida State, your quarterback sucked. Okay? Sorry, you lost your star. Your backups weren't good enough. That's why they're leaving because everybody knows they're never going to play there. They're just not good enough. That's the reality. So we're like, oh, Alabama lost. The committee got it wrong. Like, it went to overtime. Texas lost to Oklahoma. They shouldn't have been in. Florida State should have been in or Georgia or Oregon. Like, they had the ball with a chance to win the game. The ball was in the air. Guy was kind of open in the end zone, and he couldn't elevate. The defensive back who kind of used him as a ladder did elevate. It's like, are we... One, you can't really use results to make your determination. But two, if you're going to use results or gameplay, Alabama went to overtime. You can't get any closer than overtime. I guess double or triple overtime is the only closer you think you can get. They were they got stopped at the three-yard line. Three-yard line. So let's stop with that. I'm doing my victory lap over Jim Harbaugh because back when it was bad, and Clay Travis and so many other people are like, get rid of Jim Harbaugh. He's like, okay, now what? Uh, and Bill O'Brien was right about Milrow. Can't throw. Not really a quarterback, especially long-term NFL future. Probably quarterback, not really. And uh, congrats to the Pac-12. The very last year of the Pac-12, they finally break through. <laughs> right? 
And as a Big 12 guy, still fun to watch Texas lose. I like that Texas team. Still fun to watch them lose. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings pick six app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Dan Byer alongside Jay Stu, Iowa Sam with his UC Santa Barbara hat, gaucho love. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to follow, rate, review your podcast. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. Again, just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcast and you'll get today's show. Plus, if you didn't know, after the show is over, that's at uh, 5 Eastern, we have a live one-hour podcast. Um, We call it the bonus hour in the bonus. But again, if you just download, if you just search Doug Gottlieb, you can find it. It's cool stuff. 
Let's welcome in John Middlecoff, NFL analyst and host of the Three and Out podcast. He's a podcast uh, guru. Uh, what's your deal with with Kalen DeBoer and Washington? Do you just love the guy, or are you guys boys? Like, what's the history there? No, I've just uh, been following his career, and I, I, I've been gambling on him over the last couple of years, and he's been very lucrative. So I, I'm a believer. Also not a huge believer in Steve Sarkeesian. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate, and I'm sure you do too, guy who cuts his teeth in the coaching profession, driving the bus, winning NAI championships, starting in the mud, and turning into, you know, probably a top five coach in college football. So, you know, guy like Sark, born on third base, like Ryan Day, starts at USC at 27, plays DuBois and Grubb, a couple guys that started in, in the Dakotas. And we saw the outcome. And they're always an underdog. It'd be one thing if everyone was anointing them, but no one gives them any respect. And they just keep beating everybody. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, there, there's a world there where you go, like, hey, maybe Oregon and Washington were, like, the two best teams. Yeah. Well, I, I told Coward this the other day. If, if Washington, the last two years, and it's clear the Pac-12 has been pretty good, right, had – the same exact record were going into the national championship and instead of being Washington and Kalen Dubor or USC and Lincoln Riley, they would not be a four point underdog. The hell, they might be the favorite in the game against Michigan. But because of the brand and I, I do think he's just at this point in time in his coaching career is pretty unknown. I, I just think to the to the average guy the average football fan. Well, that's no longer the case and won't be after the national championship. But I I honestly think, Doug, and I've been gambling on college and NFL football for a long time. They're one of the most undervalued teams I can ever remember. I mean, and listen, I missed on them in the in the conference championship game. They were a nine-point underdog to Oregon. Won the game. I would say pretty easy. They were in complete control start to finish. So they're just good. And they have NFL wide receivers, NFL offensive linemen, NFL quarterback, NFL pass rusher. Obviously, good coaches. <laughs> they kind of got the recipe. Let's not act like Michigan. Turns out they didn't really beat anybody. Penn State's terrible. Ohio State's got some issues. The Big Ten's kind of down. Everyone keeps acting like J.J. McCarthy. I mean, we all watch a lot of college football. This NFL player, I think he's a solid player, but I, I, he makes me nervous. No, and Penix is big time, right? I mean, Penix made Indiana football relevant. Right? That's how good. That's how good that kid is. <laughs> Right? I'm like, you're like Indiana, like yeah, Indiana. They almost beat Penn State that year by like one inch. They didn't, they didn't beat him. Um, my thing on the you know confirmation bias of Michigan wins uh, is, and the SEC, be, the SEC is a bit down. It's really down because quarterback, right? I mean that's that, that's that's the difference, right? Penix, and I mean you know Oregon's got a former SEC quarterback and. Uh, I mean, Caleb Williams, obviously that was a disaster this year at USC, but the the difference is really at, at quarterback where that allows, frankly, Texas to compete, allows that that's, I think that over the next, you know, five years, let's say we have no idea what it's going to look like more than five years, but there's going to be only about 20, 25 teams that can compete at the elite level. And then the ones that are the non-Alabamas and LSU's in Texas, you got to have a big time quarterback to get you close to that Uber elite level. Yeah, for sure. And once you get that quarterback, then you pay the receivers and the skill guys, and, and you're off and running. And that's kind of, you know, w- what Washington's formula is. I, I 
Earlier this year, probably mid-September, a buddy of mine who does the SEC was coming through Scottsdale. We, we got some drinks, and he said he knows Saban and the Bama program pretty well. He's like, honestly, I think they're an 8-4 and four team. He's like, this is the least amount of talent. So yesterday when Saban, after the game, you know, sometimes when you have you know a loss in your historic program, you kind of hype up how good the team was. I don't think he was lying when he said, this is one of the most amazing teams in Bama history. They had no business. This is easily None. their least talented team. Agreed. And, and, and they they easily could have won that game. I yes. honestly think less of Michigan, Doug. I well, mean, I, I, I here, really here's do. here's why I, will get, I won't give Michigan a pass, but like they were crazy tight. I mean, well, that's the only explanation. The game, they, they're a good. They have good special teams. That, that was a special teams debacle, and I mean, heck, even the last play, last. A punt of regulation. Like, what are we? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing here? Why, so, did call, why, did, why did Harbaugh call his timeout with twelve seconds left? Why didn't he just go to overtime? What was he doing? I don't know. But, uh, but that's hard. and listen. I'm a been following Jim Harbaugh since University of San Diego days as a coach. He just he makes you nervous in these big games because the team takes on him, and he's got you know half a thing of red man in his mouth. You just feel his tightness. Okay. In the regular season, they're, they're so much better than 90% of the teams. And clearly now they, they kind of have Ohio State somewhat figured out and are confident against them. But these playoff games, they, they look like a different program. Okay, okay. so so I, I want to flush something out here real quick. We're all convinced that the NFL wants Jim Harbaugh, and many are convinced he's going to go to the NFL, right? Um, yeah. And the, the reason that it could still work, it probably still works is because he's won in the NFL before. But – He's a different guy now than he was when he was in the NFL before. And the, the league's a little bit different. And I fear that he's become a little bit more the traditional college coach. Now, I could be wrong because I, I do think that his ego is kind of in check when he lets his coaches coach. And, you know, I think he's a little bit more CEO figurehead and does a lot of kind of the technique teaching or whatever. But... I like DeBoer just as well as an NFL coach. And the reason is he's a really good football coach and he hasn't been doing it at the high level long enough to develop that healthy ego that so many of these other guys have. And you can't have that when you coach in the NFL. And what do they really value, right? The offensive explosive side of the ball. Where Harbaugh is, like you said, a little bit of a throwback, wants to run the ball, play defense, low score and comfortable in those games. Caleb DeBoer is trying to score 45 points a game. I think almost to their own detriment, by the way, right? Almost to their own detriment. It almost killed them. It almost killed them last night. They got, they got a little, to me, they tried to dance on Sark in front of the country, right? They, they, they really tried to blow them out in the fourth quarter and they're running double passes. Like guys, this is, let's just get to the next round in advance. And (laughs) they got a little unlucky, right? The running back gets hurt. The clock rule, you know, they get an extra, whatever, 25 seconds, but, Regardless, they they got a little tight at the end. I, I do think that Harbaugh, like John, very dependent on his coordinators. And when he has good coordinators, he just knows what he's doing. But he's not like there. There are going to be limitations. And uh, here's I what it reminds me of. So um, I'll I'll sell him out here because he's a good dude and he wouldn't deny it. Tim Hasselbeck told me this story that he was in Washington when Joe Gibbs returned to the Redskins. Yeah. And on offensive install day, they're in the wide receiver room 
and they're showing old tape of what they wanted to install, and the wide receivers were in a three-point stance. And they were looking around the room like, what are we doing here? Like, we don't, no one does that anymore. And it took the great Joe Gibbs a while to kind of, hey man, things have changed. And I, I think that's kind of what you're getting at with Harbaugh, which is like, I, I, I love it. It's clearly worked. You know, it's old school. It's play action. And running the football, I mean, that's what the Niners do. I mean, that's what the Eagles do. You, you do have to run it. But there is a little right. bit of, hey, man, we're 2024. We're, we're, we're spreading it out a little bit more and, and, and spraying it than, we're doing, than we used to do. I think the one scary thing, like if you really wanted to dive deep into Harbaugh's success the last couple of years, Connor Stallions, that's a real thing. Uh, the Big Ten, you know, Ryan Day no longer has Urban Myers players. They're not quite the same. Penn State is clearly, you know, a paper tiger. All these good recruits, they can't beat anyone who's any good. Wisconsin is down. Yeah, Wisconsin's I mean, down. Wisconsin's down. Michigan State is down. Right when yeah, he got there. Now, now some good. some of it is his rise has led to Michigan State being down, but Michigan State imploded, and that's a debacle. Yeah, no, no question. I wouldn't now, leave. Uh, I wouldn't leave. Would, I would never, no. Why would you well, leave? You're going to make ten million dollars, and you have better players than the other team. Nine of the ten games you play. Well, the thing is, like Jim, you're going to be back here all the time. You you, you you get here enough, you're just bound to win a couple of these, right? Even if he loses on Monday, if I told you Jim stays the next ten years, what is he in the final four, three of the next five years? Wouldn't you bet on that? Um, y- yes. <laughs> you know, let, let, and now this team, you know, texting with some people in the league. A lot of people expected to break a record for most guys drafted, depending on how many people declare. I mean, they got potentially 16, 17 guys going to the pros. Now, you go, well, Georgia, Alabama, once you get a thing rolling at that level, it sounds crazy. Yeah, but, but the they're, not, they're not built like Georgia and Alabama, and times have changed. It's really hard to replenish. Look at Georgia this year. They were good, not the same. Alabama's good, not the same. It's, it's harder because uh, yeah. everybody has money and everybody wants to spend it, and it's no longer about how many championships have you won the last 10 years. It's about how much NIL can I get, and then, of course, about you know style of play, relationships, stuff like that. Let me quickly get to the NFL. John Middlecoff, our guest, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. Um, look, I, the, the Eagles defense is catching a lot of heat, but I mean, Jalen Hurts went from a guy that we're like, ah, not sure about to MVP. Um, I know they have a new play caller. I, I know he's been a little bit banged up. Are we sure none of this is on Jalen Hurts? Well, he hasn't been that good this season. That's what I'm saying. What he was last year. So right. yeah, what was the, uh, you know, the difference in yardage in that game was like almost like 500 to 250 or something. I mean, it was it was crazy. The Cardinals thoroughly outplayed them. Yes. Like, if you watch that game start to finish, Kyler was the best quarterback on that field. Much more explosive, more explosive arm. Uh, listen, the the the, the change in coordinator has derailed the Eagles' momentum offensively in games. They, they just don't look the same. And clearly the quarterback hasn't played as well. Defensively, to me, they've got the same players last year. They're just older. They're just not as good. Uh, but, yeah, offensively, they're clearly not as explosive. You know, they're going to end up playing probably Tampa. It's hard to see them losing, but it's definitely possible. I, they could be a one-and-done team. And I think big picture – we know this from following sports for a long time. Hard to fire players that are under huge contracts. So Jalen Hurts is safe for several years. I'd say the Sirianni thing could get weird fast. <laughs> yeah, he and actually he that, actually had to answer a question today about his job security, which doesn't mean anything now, but next year it gets 
it gets super, super interesting. Um, where are you on the Dallas-Detroit? Uh, obviously, the officials screwed it up, but do, do we put any of the blame on Detroit because they clearly tried to deceive Dallas with multiple guys looking like they were uh, they were trying to be eligible? Yeah, it's hard for me to blame Detroit because ultimately the, they, they tried to throw off Dallas. They turned out they threw off the ref. But where I do push back on anyone going, they scored a touchdown. Well, I saw Jerry Jones quote, and he's right. We didn't know 68 was going to go up for a pass. You know, we, we they said 70 was eligible. So the moment they say that, of course they didn't cover a tackle. But no one covers Trent Williams or Lane Johnson. So I, to me, the result of that play, you can't play that game the moment the ref screws up. Now, it's on the ref. They screwed. He screwed up. I mean, there's there's no way around it. Assuming everyone's telling the truth. Issue I have, Doug. One, McCarthy at the end of that game, just run the ball. What are you doing? A lot like the Washington Huskies. Like we don't need to overcomplicate this. Why is Dan Campbell going for two at the seven yard line? That, that well, okay. So no, listen. It's a great point. I said that, and I was sitting. I was talking to a couple of uh, high major basketball coaches this weekend. Uh, we were all sitting around talking, and they were like, you know, once you commit to it. You commit to it. And I was like, yeah, but the seven-yard line, you know? Now, he was lucky. He got another penalty, so he, he got two, He got three bites at the apple. But I, I'm with you. That one felt – it felt a little bit reckless. Like, yeah, we're going to go for it. Like, you're at the seven. Just kick the field goal and 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 and, and play it from, from overtime. Um, okay, the Ravens are going to get the one seed in the AFC. And he's won one playoff game. Is this team, is he demonstrably different? Is the offense demonstrably different where we can expect a better postseason? Well, I think he's a dramatically better player. He's much more under control as a passer. Uh, he's just much more under control as a player. To me, he's less reliant on running around. Not behind the line of scrimmage, which he's good at, but he's much less reliant on running down the field. He will scramble the pass. And their passing game is just better. I mean, Zay Flowers has been an incredible draft pick, right? For as bad as the Chargers draft pick was a wide receiver, this guy has been that good. So, you know, sometimes wide receivers, it's a coin flip. Sometimes you get Justin Jefferson. Sometimes you get Jalen Rager. No one, it's easy for us to play the game, you know, six months later. But when you get the right guy, it changes your franchise offensively. And they did. And that guy's been, you know, like a mini, I'm not obviously Tyreek's like a Hall of Famer, but I mean, just a pretty special, quick, small player. And defensively, they're pretty special. I mean, they, they punked the Niners, obviously, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Mike McDonald, their defensive coordinator. If, he, if their defensive coordinator, the 36-year-old, was an offensive coordinator, he would be a lock to be a head coach. I mean, it wouldn't even be – we'd be talking about him like the, the Lions guy. But he's a defensive coordinator, so he'll probably interview, but he's no lock. Their team, when Harbaugh gets these teams, when he's got the right coordinators and his quarterback's playing well – Home playoff games, it's cool, it's tough. It, they're a tough out. And, you know, assuming Buffalo wins, it, it's like it's it's not a lock they win the AFC, but to me, the pressure's all on Lamar and the pressure's all on the 49ers. I, I'd say anything other than the 49ers being in the Super Bowl is a disaster, and anything less than Lamar playing well would feel like a major letdown of when he feels like he's taking this big step. He's John Middlecoff. Three and Out is his podcast. Download it. Follow him on social media. He's the best. John, thanks for joining us. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Buck Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Old school LL, right? It's from um, it's I'm Bad, from the I'm Bad album. He performed at the uh, New Year's Eve uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve yeah. later on. He was great. Yeah, I, think he, I think he did this song. I spent time with him at this uh, cancer uh, research fundraiser event. It's like two years ago. Awesome dude. Like a real dude. Pretty great. Let's get to Dan Byer with the game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb No rapper show. can rap quite like I can. I take a muscle-bound man and put his face in the sand. Sorry, that's uh, from I'm bad. What do you got there, Dan Byer? Doug, the game today is... Rank them. All right, Doug, rank your top three NFL teams through 17 weeks of the season. I'm still... I know the Ravens stomped them. I'm still putting the Niners one. Whoa. I'm putting the Ravens two. And... Um, this, I mean, this is really the hard one, right? You ready for number three? Yes. Buffalo Bills. Wow. Buffalo Bills. Even after, they, they had a tough time with the Patriots this past weekend. I, I know. But. I, I know. They've had a tough time with a lot of teams. Um, those are the teams I expect the most from in the postseason. All right, Doug, rank your top three teams in college football today. Hmm. Um, Georgia, number one. Yeah. Uh, yeah Georgia, <laughs> one. Bama, two. LSU three. No. Uh, let's see here. 
I'm going to do UW one. I'm going to do Michigan two. Um, put Oregon three. All right. Again, both of those questions actually were more about what was number three yeah, totally. than anything. All it's, right. It's kind of like uh, Austin Powers, who does, who does number two work for? You show that turd who's boss, buddy. Right. Number three work for. Anyway, sorry. That's all right. Uh, Jim Harbaugh opened up a can of worms proclaiming J.J. McCarthy is the greatest all-time. Michigan quarterback ever. Rank your top three all time Michigan quarterbacks, Doug. What was the guy who, who kept playing? Was Henson? That he was bad in the pros? Drew Henson, yep. yeah. There's a uh, bunch of them. Brian Greasy led him to a national championship. John yeah. Navarre, guy by the name of Tom Brady, played for them as well. Also, did Bob Greasy play there? No, Elvis he played at Purdue. Gerback, Drew Henson. Oh, that's right. Wasn't Chad Henney a pretty good quarter college quarterback? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, that was the year that I think they lost to App State and to Oregon. Uh, Darnell, remember Darnell Robinson? Was Denard it? Robinson. Denard yep. Robinson. What was he? It was like shoelaces? Yes, because he name? didn't have shoelaces. Didn't have shoelaces. Devin Gardner. Yeah. And Jim Harbaugh himself, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I can't go pre, I was, uh, you know, I was alive sure. type guys. Like that doesn't, can't do Bob Timberlake. Uh, I'm going to put uh, Brian Greasy as number one. Um, And then, I mean, I, this is hard, right? I, but I'm still going to, I'll put Jim Harbaugh two, and I'll put J.J. McCarthy three. Okay. All right. Ryan Mallett before he went to Arkansas. Yeah, RIP. Uh, Doug, rank the three calls that referees miss the most in football. The three oh. calls that you think officials miss the most. I mean... I don't think reporting eligible is one of them. No. But. I mean, it's, it's some combination of holding... PI and so I'll I'll put uh holding is one. All right. PI is two. And then uh Can else? I give you a number three? Yeah, yeah. Roughing the passer. Yeah. In, in the opposite way, yes. Both ways. Yep. 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 That's great. That's a great call. That it could be number two, actually. And that's game, game time. Yeah. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Coming up next to the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the TireRack.com studios. Can the Patriots and Bill Belichick do something that is almost impossible for any of us to do? That's next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
it. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.